Um, Gablov's a good nickname, eh? Gablov's a I saw you said that and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on like nickname terms. Are we friends now? <laughs> What's my nickname? I, I you always know what? wanted For so nickname. long, I thought your name was Leaf. Everybody does. Because I remember I was texting Finley and I was like, Leaf? I think his name I'm is so, Leaf. I'm so used to every variation of the name Leaf that like, nah, I didn't give a fuck, man. Leaf. Like, I'll respond to anything that starts with an L and ends in an F. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm in the room, like, well, Leaf. Leaf? Where does that come from? Why? No way, it's Scandinavian. It's, are your family Scandinavian? Oh, the fuck. They, they're Scottish? Scottish. Oh, are they from UK? I'm actually six percent Sardinian. Shut the fuck up. Wait, to be fair, you, you, you can probably tell. You know what? I'm pretty Sardinian. If you, I would have assumed you might have had like a wee bit of Italian in you. That's all good. Just put that. I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Put it in your. And I, I technically, I do. If I, I'm, so I'm gonna put that on my my Instagram bio, man. I've been looking Scotland at articles flag. about about you, but everyone says you're from Glasgow. Italian flag. I am from Glasgow. No, but, from well, UK. So with. With PR and shit like that, it's better to just say Glasgow because nobody gives a fuck about East Kilbride. Like, <laughs> like somebody's reading from London, they go, East Kilbride, oh, that's really cool, he's from East Kilbride, man. Where the fuck is East Kilbride? <laughs> I mean, like, if you say he's from south of Glasgow, I was like, ah, I sound <laughs> You tell everyone that you're from the south of Glasgow. Uh, I do when it's like, if I'm outside of Scotland, I'm immediately from Glasgow. Yeah, fair. But, do you, what do people say to you when you say that you're from Glasgow? Cause I've always had people that are like, "Oh, is it not quite rough?" I like Celtic Avengers. Oh, I get that a lot as well. What are you? Celtic. Oh, okay. What are you? I'm a Kilmarnock fan. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> but like, if, uh, if, you could be in like Ibiza or like, like even Maga. People are like, "Oh, Celtic Avengers." I'm like, Celtic man. They're like, oh, fuck the Rangers." You're like, mate. You don't know. You, you When a Rangers guy comes in, you're going to say the same about Celtic. Yeah, true. It's just so, like, ingrained in, like... Watching your vapes make me laugh. <laughs> Why? You're just like... <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I've never met anyone so animated in my life. <laughs> it's the ADHD, man. Just, Do you, you have ADHD? I, mm-hmm. but, well, like, which explains, like, so much of my youth. Oh, really? T- totally, man, like... I'm going to have to interrupt you really quickly. I've not even introduced you. Hi, Leaf. What's happening? How you doing? I'm good. Let's continue the conversation. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, do you want me to intro myself? Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm gonna, obviously, I'm going to call you Leaf. How you doing? Okay, hi. Tell me a bit about yourself. I'm Leaf. I'm a music producer. I make shite videos on the internet and fucking do shit like this because it's fun. Fair. You done scratching yours. I'm scratching my scabies ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to address the scabies at some point. Yeah, we will. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it off again. Is that you scratching? You're prying it out me. You scratching your ass? What else might make you scratch? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what we were saying. Your ADHD. So, so you have got, ADHD. Yeah. So I, it totally explains my youth, man. So I, I got diagnosed. When I was like twenty two, I think that's really late. I was really late, and I like it totally makes it like see now, like when I look back and shit, because like even through my late teens and shit, like I was always getting people being like, "Oh, you you have ADHD, like you have ADHD," and I was like, I didn't really know, like because I always associated ADHD with the misbehaved kid in class, or that was all, or like um, people that were I don't know when you're, when you're young that like. Are always getting fucking into like trouble and shit like that. And although I was kind of that, it wasn't. I just didn't click, and it didn't click with my mum either. And then like friends and like other people that I knew, they were like, "Man, you totally have ADHD." And then I went and get diagnosed, and oh, I went to speak to a therapist, and then they were like, "Yeah, you've got fucking ADHD." Were like, you sorry. the naughty kid in class? Not the naughty kid. I because I wasn't. I wasn't naughty, but. I'm not a naughty boy, but <laughs> I just, uh, I just liked fucking about. Yeah. And I liked, I didn't like doing work. And it's the same even with fucking jobs. I would rather be doing socialising. Like, what? that's the best bit about You're work. You're a networker. A networker, even, even if it's just, I'm networking for friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, networking event, I want friends, I don't want business associates. Um, 
So, aye, that's the best bit about work. It's the best bit about school is the socialising bit. Like, yeah. No, I don't fuck it. I don't want to do my job, man. Like, you joking? Yeah. You pay me here to fucking talk to my, my homies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you like school? Nah, man. Did you have a hard time? It wasn't a, it wasn't a hard time. Like, do you know, I think it's always funny, like, <laughs> if you say something, like, oh, were you bullied at school? Like, and then they're like, nah. You're like, ah. You look like you should. <laughs> <laughs> like you look like you should be bullied at school, man. Um, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't harder than that. Like, it, like, but I did. I got a tutor in third year for maths and English. Like, so because I, and I needed it, man. Because I just wouldn't study. Like, I can't study. Mm-hmm. So I got good grades for like math, maths and English and shit like that in third and fourth year. But then when it came to fifth year, like all the stabilizers came off, and I was just like. I'm fucking. I can't. I can't do this. So I dropped out, and then you dropped out at sixteen. Yeah, dropped out at sixteen, uh, which is actually fucking crazy when you think about it. Like sixteen, so it's young. so young, it's so, so young. young. And I dropped out, and I just was a skateboard instructor, and that was fucking. That's really cool. It was cool at the time. Yeah, I get fired from that job. Why? <laughs> uh, because I patched work one time. I but, got fired like, from Route One. Did you? What yeah. in Glasgow? Yeah. For what? Because I just, I didn't know shit about skateboarding. They just wanted a girl to, like, come along and, like, fill in the, like, the gap that they had. Because they had no females. Mm-hmm. Just, like, all these guys. And my pal worked there, so he got me a job in there. I didn't know shit. Like, someone came in and asked me, like, how to make their skateboard go faster. And I was like, just fucking try harder. <laughs> <laughs> <know>. Push. <laughs> Maybe don't be so lazy. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I was just shit at it. So, but you got fired for not showing up once. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Much, what you must have done something else. Like, no, I, been... I swear, like the, it was such a badly run like company, man. Like badly run skate park. Like the people that owned it didn't skate. They didn't know fuck all about like fucking skateboarding. Like it was run by a guy that had had like a fucking estate agent or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy was a fucking gymnast or stuntman or some. It was a fucking weird pairing. Mm-hmm. I even remember one time. Uh, one of the, the managers come, comes in. He's like, "So we're, we're going to change the way things work around here. So we're going to we're going to have like a business ethos." And, th- and I'm like, "Mate, shut up! You're fucking baldy wank." Look at <laughs> everyone that's in the skate park, man. Like nobody gives a fuck about a fucking ethos. Cunts come in here because they skate and they want a job. They just want to fucking cut a bit, man. They don't want a fucking an ethos. The fuck are you talking about? Man? Like, leave us, man. Just. Let's fuck it <laughs> So you dropped out of school, got a job that you didn't like. I was already working there. Did you like? Did you like growing up in UK? Sorry, right, man. Yeah. It's like any any town in it. Like I feel like it's so. It's fine if you don't have any real kind of aspirations that require you to be outside of a, a small town. Like mm-hmm. if you have a plan of like. Get enough, if your plan is to get a fucking stable job and fucking start a family and like be a fucking have a solid kind of income and all that kind of shit then fine man like grow up in your small town and, and do that shit but if you have like aspirations of doing shit that's like like for me it's obviously like being a fucking music, musical artist or something like mm-hmm. that or if you're like podcasting or whatever like you can't you can't just do it from the confines of your, of your small town like you have to branch out and I feel like when that happens when you stop giving a fuck about the voices in your fucking small town, like, life just becomes this fucking... It just opens up, man. It becomes like a fucking oyster. Like, it, you literally are just, like, the opportunities are fucking endless. You meet so many more people, man, and you stop giving a fuck about the, sh- the shit that you wear. Have you had a lot of shit from people from your hometown? Not really, man. Like, just, I, I suppose when I... Because it's, it's sometimes when see if you dress a bit differently, mm-hmm. then people are like, ah, yeah, fucking. Is it, the the, the go to thing is like, that's fucking gay, man. Yeah. Like, what? Like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, I'm dressing this way because I want to dress this way. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if they do, because it's. One thing in Scotland that I've noticed, I think people are very scared of things that are different. That's the thing. And everyone—that's that's literally just what I was about to say. It's—it's it's, it's because they're scared. Yeah. They can't—they can't see themselves doing that, and maybe it's like a kind of a part of them wishes that they could. Mm-hmm. And and that's where the like the, the kind of that kind of discomfort comes mm-hmm. from. Definitely, like people just like they people are scared of things that they don't know, and mm-hmm. people are really comfortable with being comfortable and I think that's 
a really shit way of being in life, if I'm but completely honest. if that's what they're comfortable with, if they are genuinely happy, then fucking sound, then that Yeah, that's fair enough, but I could ne- it could never, could be, never me. be me. It could never be me. And it will never be me. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. We're living it. But that, like, I think that is it. that's just such a big thing, man, is like, when you stop giving a fuck about your small town, like, mm. it just becomes so much fucking better. Like, I cared so much about what people thought about me in school. So like, which school did you go to? I went to have you heard of it I've heard of it it's fucking awful I swear has a reputation of just being the worst fucking private school it was just shit does it yeah don't get wrong there was lovely people there too like I met lots of nice people but like the people that were at Arsenal there's a general kind of ambiance of yeah snobbery yeah and like some of the people there were just so ridiculously rich and so out of touch with reality and like I had a really hard time in school and I was going through a lot of stuff with my family and I just like was looking at everyone else and I was like I know everyone's going through their own shit but like fuck all of you you have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. how fucking privileged you are I like that what, how did that like manifest itself like that kind of bad experience what was what did that look like for you like a bad experience in school like you temp- like you're asking me like to tell you something in a, night, in a roundabout way <laughs> yeah. in an articulate Wait, I'll try to... Um, so th- if, you want to, if you want to divulge. I, there's nothing that I won't talk about. There was this group of boys that were in my year. Of course year. it's going to be the boys. It's going to be the boys. To be fair, like, the girls were bad too, but, like, I think the girls were a lot more, like, bitchy and, like, snidey. The boys were just, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there was this group of boys, and one of them was my ex in that group. And he just made my life a living fucking hell. Like, and I didn't even do anything wrong. You're watching this. Fuck you. (laughs) He he cheated on me several times. Like, you know, like high school shit. Like, it didn't like... What age were you? I was 16. But like, you know, at that age when it's like, everything's so intense. And also in school, you don't fucking pick like who you're surrounded with. You're just shoved in with all these people. That's what's so shite about school. But yeah, he cheated on me, I think maybe about 15 times. And I was like... (sighs) Don't worry about it. It's all good. He cheated on me in front of my fucking face once. Like, really? How long were you together for? Like on and off for like a year. But like, I mean, like I think we broke up like ten times. Uh, like it was yeah. just so toxic, ridiculous. He was just a shite boyfriend. I th- he had his own <laughs> shit going on. But I th- honestly, fuck you again. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, not better about it. <laughs> totally not, man. I fucking love it though. Um, but yeah, so he just made my life a living hell, and he cheated on me all the fucking time. But I just accepted it because this sounds so fucking bad that I'm admitting this. I forgave him and let it slide because if I didn't, I knew those boys were going to make my life hell. Mm. So I just went along with it and it was like a way of like protecting myself. But they would like throw food at me in the lunch hall. They would write uh, stuff about me in like the school walls. They'd tell me to go kill myself and stuff. Like it was really, really That's traumatic. That's brutal, man. Yeah, it was really fun. I always was, I was find that fucking weird. Like I don't think my school, I mean, I, maybe it's just because I haven't experienced it, but I, I don't think anything really like that went down in our school like there's a few people that claimed they got bullied and I was like man you deserve <laughs> to be bullied <laughs> like, no but like some people I'm thinking of one person in particular and I was like you're just the most rattiest wee prick I've ever met in my life like and he like if you ever like a bit, like, and I'm talking like genuine banter not like banter that's like gone too far like if you're just like taking the piss with each other like back and forward like the tiniest wee bit nothing major and then be like you would fucking go to the, the guidance teacher man and tell on me okay, and I get pulled ridiculous. up and then the guidance teacher would come to me like did, did this happen I was like nah man what, what the fuck and then she'd be like I don't know it sounded like oh really Do yeah like, he, was like just he would just really... he, he would use any excuse he would just not be bitch man <laughs> so guy like i obviously had pals like i wasn't a complete fucking loner actually no i kind of was a loner in the end i kind of was but my only real friends like proper like good friend was the deputy head teacher of the school (laughs) (laughs) she was amazing like honestly to this day still in touch i love her so much that's kind of cute did you go like up to her bit of lunch and shit oh my god yeah she had a great office and she used really? to keep some sandwiches and cakes for me from when they were had like see that's meetings. class that is yeah, that's we, good me and her were really good friends she was class but i think just like i, I, I didn't love feel like how I you, you, you can talk so candidly as well about like being groomed and shit it's like it's like no i think it's kind of sweet like 
to see that relationship is obviously flourished and shit and you say okay because no no no, no it was never like that i just went through a really shit time no i, and also and I think, that, that I think growing cool up in scotland like, i found that like there's such like a bully culture and that's kind of what i wanted to talk to you about today because i think there is like such a thing in scotland of like shite bad culture like mm-hmm. whole there's people are really like brutal with each other and like it's fun like i love scotland i love scottish people i think mm-hmm. they're class but even like um us talking about like they're scared to change they don't like anyone that like stands out a bit yeah, yeah. likes to do their own thing anything that's unique like even people in my school there was this one girl who was into drama she used to wear whatever she wants like i mean we had uniforms but like non-uniform days she wore whatever she wanted and everyone always like ripped the shit out of her for it mm. even though, like she and I always respected her so much because she just continued to do what she wanted. Yeah, that's good. And didn't conform, whereas I fucking conformed so much in school. Like, I just... Yeah, I, I, I think it's a mentality thing. Like, some people are ready for... Some people just don't give a fuck. Like, when I was, until, like, the age of 14, man, like, I had fucking... When I was primary seven, I started getting into, like, rock music, like Led Zeppelin, fucking ACD. I was just, like, diehard, like, fucking music just like that was my fucking life obviously it still is but like at the time it was just new <clears throat> and I was ex- well I, new in the sense that now I was starting to express like I, would, I started to grow my hair I started to uh, dress and like kind of emo kind of clothing like heavy metal baggy jeans like fucking skate shoes and like baggy t-shirts and shit so when I got into high school I was like I was like dressing like a like a metalhead. Mm-hmm. Like I, had, I had at that point in high school, I had like long hair. You which, had long hair. Aye, I'll fucking show you. A picture, oh my man. god, wait, I need wait, to see this. This is, this is fucking hilarious, actually. I had dreadlocks as well. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like it was because I actually didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I started to kind of want to get bitches. You wanted to get bitches. I wanted to get bitches. And I was like... I need to, I need and did you? Only when I cut my hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. And I don't, like... I was a, I was a young-looking child. Like, I, I was a young-looking 12. Young I, yeah. young 13. I look about 17. Yeah, you do. You I do look, look young. really young. And I feel like I've always kind of looked... You I look I young as well. Age, See, I when you said to me you were 26, I literally think you look about 22. That's good though. See when you're older. I think it is good. I think it's good, good because like, when you're younger, you always want to look older. Yeah. But then when you're older, you're like, ah, I want to like look younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always kind of had that on my side. Thankfully, we're getting near it on the archives. Oh, we're always there. Wait, this uh, these archive photos on your Instagram. Yeah. Because I did a deep dive of your Instagram and I couldn't find any other dirt. Like, I went all the way back to like when you had no facial hair. Yes. Yes. I did have no facial hair at one you point. You did. But it's funny because, like, even now I'm looking through, like, so on my old Instagram, like, you can see, like, so I used to make, this is 2013. <gasps> oh my God. So I used to make, like, videos on. Let um, me see that f- picture of your bum. That's not my bum, that's my mate Dave's. <laughs> a video of him went viral uh, sitting in a garden saying that he get full of crisps, which is hilarious. Got full of like he was sitting in a, in a chair in, in somebody's garden I don't know whose garden it was and he was fucking fleeing man and he's just like he's just like pure he just looks at his fucking face and then he just goes the camera he notices the camera and he goes I'm absolutely full of crisps <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious man I'm trying to find photos of your hair alright oh, so let's it you might look so be, different do you think so? yeah this is my that's Dave's house that he's just seen lovely Um there was there's a picture where I've got long hair and it's straightened. Straightened. Straightened it is. Oh my god! <laughs> no offense, you do like a wee girl, don't you? Totally. I mean, I didn't even have a fucking like. You would have been digging for gold to find a fucking pube among that by you. Like, <laughs> I was as bald as a dolphin. <laughs> Good uh, for you for growing out your hair though, and not caring what people think. I just I. My cousins, um, that's the dreadlocks in, in the left. Jesus Christ, you look so different. Do you get a perm? Nah. Your hair is just naturally cur- curly? Naturally curly. Wow. Uh, I used to hate it as well, man. That's why I used to straighten my hair, because I was like, I fucking 
No, I hated having curly hair. No, it really suits you. I think. Because hairdressers were always telling me, like, oh, would you fucking grow your hair, man. I like, I like. Own the curliness, mm. and I was like, then I got to the point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, man, I'm just gonna fucking keep my hair curly. And now curly hair mullets are in. Now curly hair You're mullets are burping in. away here. I think I have some serious gastrointestinal issues. Do you? Do you have I IBS? Th- no, but I have like, celiac. Um. So I think it's been caused by like years of just fucking eating shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that's just led to like. So when did you find out you were celiac? Mmm. Again, about four years ago, maybe. That's fucked. Yeah. That you only found out four years ago. We're not in so much pain. It was awful. Mate, what? Seriously bad, man. Like, it, uh, it, like I, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, seriously, what, what is this? What is my, my body is like, is everyone like this? Like, I was dieting uh, for a fight, and so I was like, stripped it right fucking down. I wasn't having any bread. Wouldn't have any, and subsequently I wasn't having any gluten, and then like fucking it got better, man. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not fucking burping all the time. I'm not like fucking shitting my pants every two seconds. Like, I, like I I don't smell like a walking fucking sewage tank every intermittently <laughs> when I fucking release a bit of this pent up gas. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was fucking sound, man. And then after the diet, I started eating, and I was like, nah, man, something's something's no fucking right, and then I went to get checked, and it was like... So you found that you had ADHD and that you were celiac on the same year? Two birds with two stones, but just <laughs> in the same throw. I think we should get into your music, because you were on BBC Introducing. Yes, yeah, recently I. I saw your music video, see when you first put it out, and you are like, humping a horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. And you were all gold. the horse. And you were naked. You fucking love getting naked. I used to have you in Be Real, and you'd always post Be Real's naked. Don't hurt me like that. You did. (laughs) (laughs) You did. Uh, I don't know why I don't have you anymore. I think I went through a cleanse and I deleted everything. No, no, I've I've still got it. I just don't post. No. What is Be Real? It's just you being real. But I don't really get it. I don't really give a fuck. About, you used like, to put a lot of effort into getting naked, though. I, yeah. I'm always naked, by the way. Like, <laughs> under these clothes, you should... I'm um, wearing nothing. <laughs> but I, in my house, I am literally always naked. In front of man. your parents? Not like... I don't have my cock out and shit like that, man. <laughs> but, like, I, I have... You can definitely... You, it doesn't leave a lot to the but imagination. You're coming up with an excuse here. Just say, yeah, you do get naked. I walk around with my dick out in the house, man. In front of your parents? In front of my parents, I don't know how I feel about I that. I don't either. walk around my cock out, but I do have very little clothing over it. But they're used to it, man. Like, they, they, like I feel like nudity... Do you have siblings? I've got a little sister. Do you? Honestly, like, <laughs> like I, I am the naked one in the house. Because it's so much more comfortable, man. Like, I, like, I think this is a guy thing, I'm telling you. This is a fucking guy thing, because there's another guy I know that just walks around naked all the time in his house. Like, I don't know any of my friends that do that. Also, I think it, it actually could possibly be an ADHD thing. Like, so there's a thing with like ADHD where like people uh, have ADHD don't like to wear tops because it's like restricting. To be fair, my pal has ADHD, and I can see her like shifting the bit. And she's like, I just feel like claustrophobic. Mm, oh. But like, they rip the tags off of all their clothing as well. Yeah, I'm saying they as if like like fucking I don't know some <laughs> like weird cult. But no, like. Because it's just itches in the back and shit like that. But sorry, I, I'm digressing from the yeah, music. Yeah, from the music. From uh, BBC. It's uh, <laughs> Back to the music. BBC introduced. So what do, you, what do you want to know? I want to know about BBC introducing. How did you get into that? So, um, so I started kind of releasing. So I've kind of released music since like 2017. Then I took a break because I sent stuff to a guy uh, in Australia that is like a pretty big like um, mastering engineer, and he was like, I was like, should I release a bunch of tunes that I'm um, like kind of. 75% sold on or should I just take time off releasing and just like focus on like honing my craft essentially mm-hmm. so he was like I think <clears throat> take time off and just like don't release any tunes just focus on like sound production like the sound design and just really kind of learn so I did and then so I kind of released a tune in I think my first tune was maybe like 2016 17 or something like that and then I took a break started re-releasing in 2020 during the fucking pandemic which is kind of a bit of a shit show but like oh, fuck it and then um, but like from the get-go BBC were so fucking supportive man like Phoebe and Shireen and Lindsay who's like uh, so he's the producer Lindsay's a G man they're all, they are all G's but 
Lindsay's a G. Phoebe's a G. Shireen's a G. But Lindsay's a G, man. But anyway, so 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 they, they got me to play um, King Tut's. Um, it looks good. I saw some clips. It was fun as fuck, man. Yeah. And like the the like, it was funny because I so I had a the next day I got a chest infection, so like my voice was not anywhere where it should have been on the night. Uh-huh. But also like fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's about I think it's about like the performance at the end of the day. Like I don't because um, there's so many good singers out there, and I feel there's like a lot of upcoming artists in them like around Scotland which I'm really oh, enjoying oh totally that, I, I was saying that to my dad the other day man like the the, like the quality of Scottish music just now is, it's, just, I, it's really it's really exciting I've like, noticed that um, it's been like it's before I'd never really noticed much about Scottish artists but recently like BBC Introduction is coming out with so many cool artists that I'd never and the the rap scene as well like the hip hop scene in Scotland really like, uh, especially in Glasgow you get like fucking Bems uh, Peyton P Sweatpants Washy date my, my like ID like they are. I'm gonna have to look these people up. I was saying, I was saying they're, they're, yeah, they're so good, man, and like um, they're all so, so fucking class. <clears throat> and there's loads, loads. I just literally named named a few, but um, the hip hop scene's really like, and they're all trying to grow it as well. Like um, like so Richie Muirhead, he's got a thing called he runs a thing called the Samas, which is the Scottish Alternative Music Awards, and that like it's just done. Uh, it's just amazing for for hip hop in Scotland. Um, so he's doing fucking sick things. So it's like it is really good, man. Like the where Scottish music's at right now is is exciting. It's like coming through. That's so fun. Um, and it's funny because most of my pals in the music scene are like in the hip hop scene, which is funny because I like my like. So it's funny, like yeah. What would you like? What is your genre? Like what would I would you say do? synth pop, like pop. Uh huh. Um, I really did enjoy your video. <laughs> it's so I, I, funny. I love, I love doing it, man. And it's about Alex, um, who who filmed it, and Greta, who shot the the fo- uh, She did the photo shoot for it, for the the EP. Um, but Alex did the video, and man, like, see when we were brainstorming ideas and shit. Like, it was, it was so fucking funny. Where did like, the whole idea of you being painted in gold, standing there naked, come so from? So, I. Um, so somebody took a, so a girl took a photo of me in my room, right? And I was like, uh, fucking straddling like a table, like just like fucking kind of mounting this table like this. And I was like, I hope you got a crotch shot in that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, and then after I was like, it was so when she got the photos developed and they came back, I was like, this is fucking sick. Like it, it looked like a pure class picture. Uh, and I was like what the that's fuck that's perfect like, and no then, no no what the fuck are you comfortable do you need I'm anything fi- I'm extremely comfortable do you want uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you need morphine do you actually need knocked out <laughs> um, we so we I did that Did that. so she got the photos developed and they came back and I was like man this is fucking sick man like, I feel like I actually want to use this as a, but I was like nah so then I was driving and shit and I was like I started thinking like I want to do a shoot like that so I was like uh, I wanted to do like a kind of Egyptian theme. Have like three girls on either side, and like I'm on this kind of weird fucking throne thing, uh, naked. Just kind of the plan was to be like this, and like just surrounded, and like have like kind of palm tree type things, and like there would be a a platform. And, and that's just, I'm like seeing it in my fucking head. I'm being like fed grapes and all that kind of <laughs> shit. Like, um, so then I spoke to Greta, and then we kind of honed it in a bit more, made it a bit more like classy than. Than uh, what, what my my idea was, um, but we, we didn't like venture too far. We just kind of changed like the color scheme. It wasn't, wasn't like Egypt. We did Greek, so it's based on Apollo. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the name of the EP is going to be Apollo and his unfortunate love affairs, and it's just like I'm Apollo and and the fucking in the picture, um, hence the bow and the shit. And so each girl and uh, person is like a a muse of Apollo so like oh. um, there's there's like subliminal mm-hmm. uh, is it subliminal is that what you say there's like uh, symbolism that's like kind of subtle mm-hmm. in, it, in it and shit um, which is kind of cool man but Greta's amazing man like she's 
a master. That all sounds so cool. And the way you're talking about it, I just so... There was, there was, a, there was a lot of thought that went into it, man. Like, me and Greta spent, like, a good few weeks, like, building the set and just, like, kind of getting spitballing fucking ideas back and forward for it. <clears throat> and I actually felt lucky that I got to work with her, man. Like, because she is just such an amazing photographer and she's a total visionary. Um, and... She's now she's now working down in London, but I had like I was like I have to fucking snatch this bitch up before she gets like too expensive. Yeah, and then we became like fucking best pals after it, and same with me and Alex, man. It's like they're like my fucking that is so cool, and they're they're just so sound, man. Like honestly, I could I couldn't fucking talk any more highly of them. Like they're just so fucking good at what they do. So is this what you do full time? You get paid to do this, or do your parents help you? I wish I did, but like I'm just like right now. So I've been working until this point. I started, so I work with a company called The Drink Cabinet. We do like kind of bespoke like cocktail events and all that kind of shit. But um, I, I'm kind of biding my time. I'm, I'm just waiting some, to hear if I get funding. So I've like applied for funding from Creative Scotland. And oh, I'm just I've heard about this. Yeah. So they've got the open fund. So like I'm just now waiting to see if I'm successful. And if I am successful, then I can like not work for that longer that's so exciting I hate working man I yeah. hate working like I actually like see when I go to the restaurant now I'm like the whole time I'm just thinking about what else I should sh- be doing like what other episode ideas yes. I could be doing what other people I could be, be speaking to what I could be editing right now do you know what I mean it's just always at like, my brain and I'll wake up in the middle of the night with like, an idea and I'll have to write it down that's, that's the best thing to do like uh, David Lynch so he's a filmmaker he did like um, you know uh, he did um, Twin Peaks and um, stuff like that amazing mind like just such a fucking amazing mind like he did um so uh, fuck man what's the name of the Mara Marishi who's a, a guru who's like a an Indian thing uh so he yoga master like fucking he did um transcendental meditation with the Beatles so he taught the Beatles transcendental meditation so David Lynch was taught transcendental meditation by Marishi, whatever he's, I don't, I don't know what his second name is, but fucking class. So I'm trying not to go on too many tangents. I'm trying to, br- I'm trying to bring it's it okay, back. It's okay, don't worry. This is your space to talk. So oh, thank you so much. That's okay. You're so welcome. Uh, so David Legis, he talks about like the importance of like ideas and how like um, the loss of an idea is just like like if you get a really good idea, to lose that idea is almost like a death. It's like a part of your like create like whatever creative genius you have in your mind. Like, cause like people who even if they're not regarded as like geniuses, they can have genius ideas. And imagine if you forgot one of those ideas, like, and it didn't ever get to come to fruition. That would be like like imagine Tarantino didn't think of Pulp Fiction. But like, so that's the importance of like writing down ideas, man. Like, no matter how shit you think they are, like, just fucking write them down because it's like. If you forget that idea and you don't get to do it, man, like that's just like it's such a horrible, no, horrible feeling. Yeah, it, you, do, you forget if, them all the time. Even if it's like in the middle of the night, I'm like, I have, will have to write this down. Or yeah, I completely forget. Do you on your phone? Have you got that like, notepad? I have this. I have two notepads and my phone. But because I'm always so scared that like I'll break my phone and I'll lose everything. Like yes. everything needs to be on paper as well as on my phone. Have you got an iPhone? Yeah. So I mean, does it does back up but to I'm iCloud? Still, I'm paranoid. You never know yeah, what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen in the world. Do you know what I mean? I'd much rather have something that's like saw that I can like you know. Totally. Totally right. There's down. something nice about physical writing, and also I feel like once it's down the page, I'm like, wow. Because see, when I'm typing, I'm like, I feel like I'm just typing a text. Yeah. But, like writing something down and then like writing out the plans. Because like I have so much shit in here. Like I have like two notepads full of like shit, and like only what I quite like about it is like. All the ideas, like if someone else was to read them, they'd be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yeah, but I know. What yeah, you know that. That's what's. So the, if anyone the, ever steals the, it, which my ideas aren't that genius yet, but if anyone ever stole them. But writing's quite therapeutic, man. Like writing with a. Do you I, write I like a lot? A, nah. Well, you write your own music. No, but I mean, like, actually, with a pen. Would you write like, your on music paper? on your phone? No, on the on my laptop. But I mean, like, I just really? mean that, like the process of like if you have an idea, of writing something down. Why don't you start doing that with your music? What writing down ideas? Writing down ideas and writing down lyrics. Oh, I do, but just on my on my computer. On, on your computer. But that, do you think there's something a bit more romantic about like that's, sitting there yes, writing the song it, it out about romantic, a girl? But like, 
then, I, then I'm just becoming a pretentious asshole for like n- like nobody's benefit. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna be pretentious, at least like have it like on film or something like that, so I can like. <laughs> like if I'm just writing in my room, even though I, there's a a much more easier way to do it than like unless it's being filmed, man. Like I don't give a fuck. Have you written a song about a girl? Uh, yes, most of my songs are about girls. The so when I when I was releasing in twenty twenty, like it was kind of like dark, like kind of alt pop, and I was channeling like the kind of I like the um the like there was almost like a kind of a fantasization with like the. I don't know, man. Like, <clears throat> so the really bad parts of like a relationship, I just like exaggerate them, or like think of, I kind of like fantasize about a version of that where it's like just like they're like almost like a horror film where they're like this kind of beast. I like doing that for that kind of stuff because it's quite dark and it and it kind of it worked kind of well. Um, what was your question? I was just ask, <laughs> I was just asking about writing songs about girls. Do, yes, so the so those songs were written in particular about my ex when I was sixteen. And she, I did. <sighs> she was fucking horrible, man. Oh really? She was a horrible relationships at that age can really really influence you later. Oh on. totally. It was only when I was like, um, it was only when I was like nineteen or. Or maybe I was like twenty, twenty-one, and I, I was starting to th- th- have kind of like thoughts about like the relationship and shit, and about how she used to treat me and speak to me, and like, and I was like, man, like she was actually really physically and mentally abusive. And I remember talking to my best mate at the time, well, no, my best mate, but at that time, Dave, who, um, was like in our friend group, was used to hang about with us and shit. And I remember just t- talking about how like shit that relationship was, and how she- and he was like, "Do you think that she was abusive?" And I was like, "That's and that's so funny you say that because it, like literally it was it was maybe a week or two earlier that I was like had that kind of realization that like she was actually really fucking abusive. Like I remember she used to pull my hair, like but like pull, pulling your hair is fine. Like she she would pull like the sides of my hair." Like just, I, I can't even remember why she would do it, but she would like pull the sides of my hair, and I, I hated it. I hated the sides getting pulled. It hurt so much more. So I would like, I, so I would gradually like work it in so that she only pulled the front because it like hurt less. So it was like, so I was like trying to like mitigate the fucking the pain that she was like fucking inflicting. I was like, and she just like bite my shoulder and like fucking grab my dick, man. <laughs> like she would grab my dick and like walk me by my dick, man. I, I like I like grab my balls and shit. And she would like squeeze them. And I was like fucking let go, man. I was like let fucking go, man. And this wasn't like when you were like shagging or like what? This was just in like. No, we were like together, like. No, no, no. As in, like, was this like during sex? No, no. This was just like we'd be just like chilling. Fuck. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. I'm really sorry yeah. when I do that. It's nah, really it's, it's all good, man. Like it's just uh, character building, isn't it? But we uh, so when we spot up, then I, I was like, "Fucking hell, man! Like I can't believe a year and a half." So you like what, like seventeen, eighteen when we broke up? So I was seventeen when we broke up, um, and then I, like I got another girlfriend like pretty soon after. Like oh, I met, I met another girl like pretty soon after, and I was like. This is crazy. You're so nice to me. <laughs> I, literally, like, she would compliment me. And I was like, that's insane that you are complimenting me. I was like, it's that's almost so as if you, like, you, you value my fucking time. And you value me. So that was, like, that was a whole fucking weird thing. But, like, I think it's good to experience that at a young age because you've got mm-hmm. more time to, like, grow after it and kind of reflect on it and like mature after it and look back at it and um, reason with why because I now I, I kind of seen that like why she was doing these kind of things it's because she was like her family was kind of dysfunctional mm. and shit like like um, so that I, I kind of understood more about like why she was doing what she was doing, but obviously it fucking sucked at the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's 
That's really, really fucking rough. Aye, but it's... Uh, like, honestly... Uh, it happens, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, like, shapes you, like, as a person. But, like, you went through that at, like, 16. That's so young. And, like, you could have just thought that, that like, that that's how it was. Do you know what I mean? I think that's good. what... I think that's the problem with, like, um... People in relationships, uh, like, at a young age, you don't have much, kind of, uh, scope for reference. Like, if, um... If you're really badly treated, like, if you've not had a lot of people that you've been with, then how do you know? And also, if you really like somebody, then you almost you almost sacrifice your own well-being just to, just to be with the person because you don't want to lose them. Yeah, that was literally me with my first boyfriend. Well, not the one that was on our soul, the one after. Like, I yeah. literally would have thrown myself off my cliff. Right? Yeah. And, like, and it's young, fucked. It's because yeah. it's like um, it's to your own like detriment. That. Young love is so yeah. intense. Like, see, when we broke up, I thought I was gonna die. Like, I did not think I'd ever recover. And like, even to this day, like, he's the only ex that I'm actually on good terms with. But like, even to this day, like, it's still like some of the memories that I have are like, if I walk past someone, I'm like, oh my god, like, I feel it in my chest that like that like even though I don't want to be with him anymore, yeah, like it's still. He was so like he was my first love, like like. First what age were you again? Um, I was seventeen, and then we broke up when I was eighteen. So it's not it's not actually that long ago. No, it's not that long ago. But so like, that like that would be why it's still like. Yeah, it's still like I can still feel it, even though like I'm not in love with him anymore. It's just more like I missed like the. How long you still? We broke up on our one year anniversary before we oh, right. for dinner. Which was <laughs> <laughs> we were just going for dinner. Uh, we were going to some steak place in Edinburgh. That explains it. Yeah, that's exactly why we broke up. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like it's crazy how that kind of stuff, like you know, stays with you and like it'll mm-hmm. come out through your music and things. Yeah, well, I think it's it's good to like channel it. It's good to like. Have you written a nice song about a girl? Uh, yeah, I like my most recent one. Uh, to be honest, like, like, so I'm kind of going like the other way now, and now I'm like romanticizing. Are you in a relationship now? Yeah. So, so, I, but it, we haven't written any, I haven't written any songs about her. Okay. But I, because I think, like, I think that's the part with like um, songwriting is you can kind of you can make up scenarios. Yeah. And you're and like and you they don't have to be. So you come out with a song about her, and she's like, nah, that fucking happens. <laughs> Good. Fair. It hasn't happened yet, but I think uh, that is that is a good thing. You, the, the, uh, writing songs, man, you you don't have to. It doesn't have to have happened. You can just imagine mm-hmm. it happening or like whatever, man. And and I think that fucking it works. Like and it's fun. It's fun. It's like just creating these wee fucking storylines. Yeah. What so? What is the goal? Like you want to be? Do you want to be like? The biggest superstar on the planet. Bigger than Prince. You want to be bigger than Prince? Walk around like bigger than Prince. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I, w- I want to be like, I, I just want to be like a fucking, I want to be... Do you want to be a musician? Do you, or do you want to do a bit of everything? I want to get to a point where like, I'm touring fucking everywhere and selling like fucking, selling out like the biggest shit everywhere and charting everything and fucking but then like I also I suppose that's a kind of like a narcissistic element of like being an artist is like all artists there has to be a level of groundedness within the narcissism like you have to like bring yourself back and I'm I'm not doing it for that I'm doing it because I actually love what I do but you Um, have to be you have to have some sort of there is something that like you know there has to be like that brings so, you to that point where you're like yeah, I want to be the this industry's thing. too cutthroat for you to just be like a fucking like a pushover and just be like um, eh, I kind of I, th- I kind of think I'm good you have to sell yourself you have to be realistic as well like um, I'm not an arsehole yeah. do you know what I mean Jesus Christ I wasn't expecting that answer I want to sell it everywhere but then again I don't know what I was expecting oh no, I mean, no but I, I, I do like and I wholeheartedly believe that I will who's your idol so, controversial at this point in time, but Kanye West before the whole uh, <laughs> before, before the whole like, anti-Semitism thing, uh, not and, just and, that, and the whole like, everything. Kanye, I fucking love Kanye, man. Kanye is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of uh, society right now and say I don't agree with his 
recent statements. But I think that what he's done um, from growing up until like in like the kind of shit, obviously had Yeezy. Um, he's been in the fucking. He's just like such a phenomenal producer and artist. Um, so I, I think like his political shit aside. The rest of the stuff of what like you can still like you can still appreciate the artist and you can separate the artist from like the kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, his music is great. Shit. I'll give it, like yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his music is amazing. Me, me, like look at fucking Britney Spears. Like look I at, think that's different though. Like he's literally been anti-Semitic. He's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. made but, black models wear t-shirts saying "White Life uh, White Lives Matter." Like that's I, so different. I think that's a th- that, like everybody has like. Um, a difference in political opinion which is fine like they're entitled to display that in whatever way um, they see fit you can face the social repercussions for that uh, and societal repercussions for that Like, but that's your choice at the end of the day it's just like um, what did you say before? Oh, I lose my fucking train I thought it was so easy man you said something? what about but like, a lot okay. of bit can you? aye about me saying that he's not like Britney Spears. I yes, don't think okay. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can see the effect that uh, media has. Um... But I also don't think that's an excuse for the way he's behaved. Because, like, I'm sorry, do you see Britney Spears going about acting like that? No. It's never... I don't think any of that shit's ever an excuse. It's just the same as, like, like mental health's not an excuse to be a fucking arsehole. Yeah, completely. Like, if you're an arsehole, you're still an arsehole. You yeah. can cut a bit of slack. Yeah. But, like, you're not getting fucking let away with it, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we all have to fucking um, pay our dues to our, our fucking actions, but it sheds a bit of light or, or like, on, on maybe why they're, like, fucked up in the head, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And also, I think people love to um, see people... Um, so, like, say, say you call Kanye a genius... Mm-hmm. Or if you or if you think these people are, like, are geniuses and shit like that, and then they do fucking crazy shit, it's like, well, well, aye, because he's fucking he's he, he's a pure insane creative. Like these people are insane creatives. Like, so you have to be a bit fucking crazy. Yeah, completely. No, I, there needs you need to be a bit delirious. Like, you have to. It's just that it, it doesn't fit their how how what kind of crazy they want you to be. Like, and I'm talking about like social media is particularly toxic for it because anything just fucking snowballs and any any opinion that gets like clickbait just fucking just goes out there and I, I don't agree with that like because it's just like whoever has the loudest voice and can make the catchiest fucking uh, shareable Instagram post because you see it all the time like shit just on people's stories just as long as it's short and clickbaity you can click, and it's just like that just percolates into mm-hmm. the voice of, of society and but People, people love craziness until it's like not their kind of crazy, and it's like that's very you can't you can't have you can't have all the things that you like about and then when they like when they do something that's out with because it's like they like the things that if somebody does something that's like fucking batshit crazy and they're doing, and they're like oh I fucking love that like because they're crazy mm-hmm. do you know what I mean. But then they do something that's like they don't really agree with, and it's like oh, I don't like them anymore. It's like, well, okay, well they were fucking crazy to begin with. Yeah. So like you take you take what you can fucking get. Do you know what I mean? Are you scared of ever getting cancelled? Uh, not really, man. I, I kind of don't give a fuck. Like it's, I'm cautious about like I, I wouldn't like overstep a boundary just for the sake of like overstepping a boundary. But I wouldn't. I also wouldn't like not be myself yeah for the for fear of being cancelled like i also really don't agree with like a lot of like the cancel culture it's the worst it's like it's the worst it it ruins people's lives yeah and like and sometimes before i mean just sometimes it is just Mm -hmm. yeah like and people deserve like to fucking and that that's another example of you deal with the consequences of your actions because I feel like Alex Jones talking about like uh, like the Sandy Hook thing and shit like that. Uh, and wait, what's that? So like Sandy Hook was like it oh, was no, no, the, Sandy the, Hook, sh- shooting. Alex and, so Jones. Alex Jones is like a kind of controversial conspiracy voice in America, and um, 
He just used his chat a lot of shite, basically. Loads of conspiracy theories. That was that was his kind of that was his shtick. And um, then he said one thing about a conspiracy about the Sandy Hook thing, where like the all the parents were like actors and uh, that they interviewed were all actors and shit like that. And what he, he caught a lot. He caught a lot of um, heat for it, but quite rightly. So he was like kind of shut down from like ostracized from social media and the internet in general, pretty much. Um, and so he had to he had to deal with that. But there are other cases where like maybe people people have maybe said something in like the heat of a moment because they've been like done wrong to or something like that or like something's happened and there's no context to like um, how that's presented on social media. It's just the outcome. You mm. just see the outcome. You see maybe the, like the outburst from the person, and then it's just like fucking dog pile. Yeah, and it's like I don't I don't agree with that man. Like, but I think again that just gives rise to like the fucking state of like social media and like this kind of mob mentality. Yeah, social media is. You need to be on social media. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like back. I, 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 totally. Back in the day, like if you wanted to be an artist, it wasn't like this. You're quite big on TikTok. Definitely not. I think you're big like, for Scotland. Like, not, no, there's not that many Scottish TikTokers. Alex Jones has just literally five days ago uh, been forced by the Texas uh, government. Well, not Texas government, Texas. What? I've literally just lost the um, page there. Texas judge to pay forty nine million in damage. And uh, damages and damages, shit like, damages and stuff. Because he was like, well, it's like he was chatting shit about families and everything, um, and. Spread, it's spreading I don't know too much about it in general but it was just spreading false information and it's like he was he was he was among the bunch of people that got banned from Twitter like Andrew yeah, Tate and that. everything but obviously Elon Musk has brought back Andrew Tate and other characters Donald Trump but he, said he's, he but said he's not going to bring yeah, back Jones is Jones Alex is a big Jones. no 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 so it's just kind of like it's one of those things that social media is tough do you think that what's your thoughts on Andrew Tate this is because uh, uh, like I feel like this is this is a good. I think that he knows exactly what he's doing. He's trying to get clicks. He's a wee attention seeker. I've deleted Twitter so many times. I just couldn't be asked. It got like sometimes I, it can be. I actually hate Twitter. I think it's bullshit. It's very toxic. It's so toxic. It's the worst. You could say TikTok's really toxic too. TikTok is not filtered. See the amount of shit that I fucking yeah. see on TikTok is so bizarre. See, I actually don't really scroll through TikTok. Like, I do not. Nah, I like I, I'm more of a YouTube Shorts kind of guy. Are you? Uh, Everyone keeps talking about YouTube <laughs> Shorts. Finley's been telling man. me that we need to get onto YouTube Shorts. Yeah. Oh, like totally. There's just so much more. I only really watch podcast clips on TikTok though. Because I really like. I do love podcasts, and like I only yeah. really follow podcasts. On Who's what's like? Have you got any podcasts like top three? There. Okay, so there's a podcast called Brown Girls Do It Too, and it's these two Asian girls that um it's on the BBC and they talk about um like the stigma around being Asian and sex and stuff and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> that one and then also there's a podcast called um my therapist ghosted me by Vogue oh. williams and um what's the name joanne mcnally uh, i think i've seen it somewhere it's, i feel like i've seen that it's, a, it's actually a really good uh, they're, podcast they're name. absolutely hilarious honestly it's so funny and then my third one's probably the obsessed podcast with benny drama and uh, mary beth barone you can send me I'll, I'll, I'll send them I'll, to you I'll later I like loads of like so I would say Tiger Belly's like my first because I just I love, it is quite controversial I just, don't think you should ever be making comments about kids I think no 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 totally I think like, <laughs> he's I, a comedian I don't think it's he, okay <laughs> I don't think he intended it like that do you know what I mean like I, thought, I don't think it was intended to talk about no because he literally said something along the lines of oh when I look at kids I think of, like something about I think no he said like somebody was flat chested like a like a, like a, a kid, kid or something like that. I know. And then, what like, bad so, analogy? Yeah, really, really bad. Uh, I think, like, I, I feel like no hold bad conversations are good, though. Like, when people are just, like, they don't give a fuck about, like... Um, within reason. Within reason, of course. Like, there's there's no point in just being, like, sensationalist. Like, if you're, uh, I don't know, just trying to get a rise out of, like, situations just for the f- fact of just being a dick. Um, but... I do think, like, Tiger Bell is fucking hilarious. Okay, I'll give him 
an actual listen to because I I never close myself off to listening to like new podcasts and stuff. But it's just because I saw that clip and I was like, that's disgusting. Have you ever heard of the Joe Rogan podcast? Have I ever heard of the Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Behave. What no. do you think about Joe Rogan? No, I don't care. I think he's a twat. Do you? Yeah. Have you ever seen it before? Give the platform to someone that actually fucking deserves it. Who deserves it? Brown Girls do it too. I think they're a great uh, podcast. That's fair, that's fair. They deserve a lot more recognition than Joe fucking shit-faced Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, lo- I love the bitterness. I think it's just he does it every day. I just find him so yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, every day. It's, a, it's a different piece of content and he's talking yeah. to someone new yeah. all the time. I, because he was like one of the OGs at it, like, he was like there from... To be honest, he was... I mean, he has the biggest podcast and has been for years and so it kind of... It's set a kind of... yeah. I think um, maybe I'm jealous. I think it's maybe like, I want to be Joe Rogan. I think you look a bit like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I I quite like it because of the variety of guests that it has on. Like Lex Friedman, his podcast as well is really good because he's like a just up here down to earth, like nice, but he's extremely smart, and they have like open conversations about like. World, I'm, I'm pretty much describing every fucking podcast. <laughs> like, I think they're really smart. I think they talk really candidly about. Um, but yeah, like I would say those are like my fucking. I'll slightly maybe. Joe Rogan and Tiger Belly. Yeah. I'm gonna have to send you some more podcasts, mate. Because I, I will, listen, I am not shut off to any podcast. Like Dude, I, that's I what love, I, like to hear. I love all. But I've got a podcast coming out with the BBC that I'm filming the first episode of tomorrow. You're doing it with the BBC? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast with the BBC as well as this one. Really? Yeah. What they call, what's it called? We've actually not got a name yet. It's so literally ha- been in the works for so long. Has it? So what, how did that come about? Um, I had like connections with the BBC for a while. Like, what year is it? 2022. 2020. Like, since 2019. To, like, 2020. When the fuck was COVID? Okay, I don't understand the years. 2020. Yeah. I've been in contact since 2020 because I started a... Instagram page talking about um, young people going through bereavements and stuff and things like that. So they contacted me about that. I was on the BBC. Yeah, I seen that kind of like I got a kind of sense of that in your Instagram. Yeah. So what can you tell me more about? That? Yeah, my dad had skin cancer. That's why I was telling you off for going on a fucking sunny. And what did I say? <laughs> and you went, I'd rather die, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so my dad has skin cancer. I found out the day before my Nat Five Math exam, which was fucking. I know. I cannot believe that I just said that to you, but yeah, carry on. It's fine. I can take humor. It's chill. And then um... you should watch the Joe Rogan podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and then he had it for five, six years, and he died just before Christmas there. So yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So I started that like that was like two years before he died. And then I went on the BBC, talked about it and stuff. And then ever since then, like, I'd always stayed in contact with him. Um, and, like, but then, like, my dad died and I was just obviously very fucking yeah. upset. So I didn't really want to do anything anymore. And then I had this, my other podcast, Hush Hush, but then that stopped happening. And then I literally felt like I lost all creativity. Like, I just didn't want to do anything. I felt numb. I felt like I had no idea what I was doing in life. And then... Things start to pick back up again. What was what like what was that caused by? Was that caused by just a kind of amalgamation of things, but maybe triggered by like the death of your dad? Yeah, I think it was completely triggered by that, mm, and I think I was just already going through a shit time. Like I'd gone through a bit of a shit break. I was really just not having a good time. Then my dad died, and like it was coming out of COVID and stuff, and like mm. you know how fucking weird everything was with COVID. Like I just had a really shit time. I was just really depressed. I also struggled really badly with seasonal depression. And my dad died, like, during winter. And I was like, okay. Worst winter ever, man. Yeah, he died, like, three days before Christmas as well, which was just fucking brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just shite. I always knew that I wanted to do podcasts. And, like, I've known this since I was, like, 17. Like, I've known that, like, I want to chat and I want to, like, talk about difficult things and, like, no, no topics off the table. But... I think yeah. the... The kind of topic of bereavement and stuff like that, and is an interesting one because I think there's a lot of things that can like stem from that. Um, and for me, it was um, like a kind of like a, abandonment issues, and I only had this realization kind of recently as well. Like <clears throat> when I think it was like, so my granddad died of motor neurons when I was four and a half, and it like 
fucking sizzled me, man. Like, I, mm. it just actually ruined me. And I don't think I got over it until I was, like, 19, which is fucking crazy. Like, like a kid. Like, if you've seen a kid that's, like, four or five in the street and they lost their grandparent, you'd be like, ah, oh, you get over it soon, man. You're only, like, yeah. fucking four or five. But it just affected me so profoundly. And then I think that kind of led to, like, I kind of... I think that's linked with because I, I just have this fucking crippling fear that anyone I get like involved with, like romantically, um, will just like fucking leave me. And then like I, I split with a girl uh, that I was with for three and a half years in two thousand seventeen, and it was like, I think it was just like I don't know, and I don't want to say PTSD because I, I I've not spoken to a therapist about it, but it was definitely. I think it was linked with the trauma of losing my, my granddad when I was that age and then this girl came and I just felt like she just fucking vanished out of my life, man. I was like in love with her and it was like, oh, like it fucking, it just affected me so fucking badly, man. So I think that is an interesting talk because I think like bereavement and loss. It affects every aspect it affects of your life. so much. Like it affected my sex life for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It affected the way I was sleeping, eating, just literally just seeing the world, waking up every day and feeling like I'd like but even like now like I it's gotten a bit easier but like I still feel like I've got like this massive like weight on my shoulders well, and like you, a you're not weight. even a year yeah so and that's also what I'm doing because this was like my first birthday without my dad which was fucking rough and then like I think I cried like two or three times throughout the day I cried into my brunch and cried into my drinks and cried into my dinner like it was just really shit and like that's a bit of salt though yeah that does. yeah it's just yeah it does no one and you no one really understands until they go through it themselves do you know what I mean it's fucking mm-hmm. so brutal yeah especially because my dad had like a really vicious cancer and I literally watched him die and like at the end, like, he just completely changed as a person, didn't even really recognise who I was anymore, like, it was really fucked up. I was not expecting to get into this with you. <laughs> I was going to be like, tell me about your TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like I, I, I like it, I like, I like deep conversations, man, like, I like getting into, like, the pure, we'll, we'll continue that. Yeah, there's going to be an episode two all about that. So that's a TBC. Yeah, that is, exactly, it's a TBC, but yeah, I think yeah. let's, kind of reel it back to the music yeah, start that's... plugging your stuff any future things so I've got an EP coming out after the new year uh, so cool. I'll have like it's going to see as a live shows I, I want to get I want to play please can man. I come of course oh I, I would be insanely infuriated if you weren't there oh wait, no I will be there me and Finley will be there yeah so I'll, I'll get a show like I, I want to play in Edinburgh and I want to play again about Scotland but I want to play like across the UK as well um, so EP's coming out uh, after the new year um, so I like I so you can follow my, my, my Spotify Leif Caulfield um, on my TikTok if you want to see shite fucking sketches and shit I find them funny Thank I do you. find them funny the one about poo I was <laughs> yeah that's actually been doing so much better than I thought it was man like, it's so funny but I'll show you after it's <laughs> it made me how I'm showing a boy about I was showing a boy I was showing a boy your TikTok the other day plug him <laughs> no, I was showing him because he's on TikTok, and um, I was—he was like, "Oh, who are you coming on your podcast?" I was like, "This guy." And he's like, "I saw his poo video. He's so funny." And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." It's weird, man. Like, uh, it's strange the videos that take off, and it's strange the videos that because like, sometimes I'll think up like these ideas for like a video or something like, that, and then it just won't do as well as like these. That's fucking what's so ones weird about TikTok. That's what's so weird about TikTok. You never know what's going to take off and stuff. But it's fun. Like, TikTok uh, has has been fucking brilliant, man. And the people at TikTok, like the UK team and shit like that, are actually like... Because sometimes it's easy with these kind of big companies to just see the company. And you yeah. don't see the people behind it. But the, the team there that look after like the creators and shit like that are just so fucking good. Really? And Joanna, uh, who's... Now I think she's like global development fucking leader or something like that. But she was just looking after like uh, fashion and shit like that. She's just so fucking cool, man, and like so good at her job. And the rest of the team are just so fucking amazing at their job. And you're like, this is actually like, it instills a bit of kind of faith in like TikTok. Mm. It's like like they took us down to uh, uh, the fringe, like during the, during the fringe, and they, like put us up in the Sheraton for a week. They put you in the Sheraton for Sheraton a week. For a, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane, man. And like you could have just commuted. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> like the 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 I'm pretty sure the price of like a room during the Sheraton uh, during the Sheraton during the the fringe at the Sheraton is like it's like a I don't want to say it. it's like under just under a grand or something like that for a night. It's fucking crazy, man. But they they put us up there like they had about fucking fifteen creators every week, and they just did it in rotation. You. I saw you were in a video with this guy that I fancy so much. What's his name? Henry. No, he's English and he always does like posh girl videos. Henry. Is it Henry? Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. He's so funny. Is, ha- it Hen- is it Henry? Is that like Rowley? Yeah, Henry Rowley. Henry Rowley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will crush. <laughs> uh, so he had this idea for a video where he's like, he wanted to do this. Hey guys, I'm in Edinburgh right now. Was that you that was telling them to shut the fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I, I want to use your accent. So I was like, yeah, I sound like... You were that video. Mm-hmm. That was him in the video. Fuck off. We used, we used that for a lecture. In our, oh, really? And everything. I can't remember. It was something about American stuff. Media and shit. And the lecturer showed that video. That's so funny, man. But I so like, I was getting people like after it sent me, like, is this fucking you? Is this you? Like, people tagging... Me and then TikTok, like, this is fucking... But I hadn't even said anything about it, like... But so it was f- so fucking funny that people could... It went know, viral, that video. It was so it funny. massive, man. It was insane, like... Uh, so he had he had that idea, so he was like, let's do this fucking thing, and then... It was so funny. He's like, uh... So, aye, so we were, at, we were at the Fringe and shit like that, and uh, with them... Um, the Fringe is so fun. Like, I was working in the restaurant for the whole month of the Fringe. I've never seen anybody like was, that before. I think we've seen... Maybe like two shows the entire no. time over there. Like the rest of the time we just sat you in just the hotel pissed. just getting fucking steaming, man. Yeah. And it was classic. No, I really loved the fringe. Uh, they, they, our group was all like kind of comedy creators. So it was just so funny, man. Like everyone, like, there's like fashion and like beauty and all that kind of stuff. But like our group, like nobody gave, like nobody, there was no fucking bravado or like bullshit. Everybody's just there to like fucking have a laugh. Mm-hmm. So it was so class, man. That's so fun. Yeah, it, it, it was it was fucking amazing. And then obviously, like you get some fucking good viral fucking content out of it. Yeah. So, well, I'm I'm excited to see where the podcast goes, man. You I'm can like, come on whenever you want. I've really enjoyed having you here. Thank you. And man. I can't wait for a really deep, depressing conversation. Same, by the way. I'll make us hot chocolates, and we can get really cozy. Are you gonna have a coffee for this thing? Am I gonna have a what? A coffee. A Decaf. coffee right now? Decaf. No, for me next time. No, I'm going to get you a hot chocolate. Okay. That's, that's a lot more comforting than a, than a decaf coffee over a really deep chat. Okay, Would you not fine. rather a nice hot chocolate, loads of marshmallows, squishy cream, bit of cinnamon? Mixing it up. See no more. I'll take it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I'll be front row at your gig. Please do. Me and Finley. You have, you have guesty. What? Do I get a VIP you, pass? You get VIP pass. Holy fuck. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much.